Howdy! Hello, welcome to Saturday, well, Sunday night Sega, I suppose. Um, Saturday night Sega on a Sunday, but it's still SNS, isn't it? It still counts whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, <coughs> I do apologise for the end of that song and the little audio skips. I thought that was on my end. Um, Nicholas Herman requested a song last week that I couldn't play because trying to open a Google Drive link, which is a bright white screen, when you're trying your damnedest to stay away from bright white lights, um, wasn't working out too well. So I clicked the link, thinking I could download it, and all of the little audio drops um, were obviously my laptop having a good old time um, trying to open the link via Microsoft Edge. It, it probably would have been a bit smoother if it went through Chrome, um, but yeah. Nevertheless, if someone wants to make a request that uh, requires a download, um, I'm probably not going to be able to do it. So, sorry, sorry, uh, Nicholas, that, that song for the second week running, um, I'm not going to be able to play it. Um, I'll get it downloaded, we'll play it next week. We'll do that. But, yeah, one of the reasons why I was a little bit late coming on to this uh, talk bed was because I was waiting for Microsoft Edge to close so that I could actually, you know minimize things. Also, I don't think I've correctly changed the um, uh, permissions of my apps, so I might have to do that whilst... Um, that's not how you spell task, Gav. Uh, I'll do that whilst we talk... Uh, no, I pressed the, uh, T-A-S-M. I, play, I, I spelled task as TASM. TASM. So, because uh, I'm trying to write task manager, because I want to change everything into real time and, and whatever else. Um, so this could be fun. Normally, I do this before the show starts. I've never actually done it during a show, so everything could just keel over and explode. Um, Mina's here. Hi. I, I don't. I don't. I, I, I seem. That seems to be the way that I introduce you into these shows now, isn't it? It's just yeah. like Mina's here. She's around. Yeah. Not paying attention. Not paying attention. Mina is watching um, Arrival. So it's it's a it's an awesome film. I absolutely adore it. If you've never seen it, you you need to watch it. Um, if I get distracted and then randomly start crying on air, because that could potentially happen, because Arrival does do this to me, then you know you just need to be just need to be aware that that could happen. So we're on air for the next two hours. Hooray! Actual two-hour show after last week. Um, Mina's shaking her head. You were asleep last week. Oh, uh, Last week, if you didn't tune in, set the bar low. Set the bar low. <laughs> if you haven't tuned in last week, then you won't have um, you won't have heard it yet because I haven't uploaded the podcast. I am going to try and do it. KC is trying his best, bless him, to uh, to get the um, the archives up to date. Apparently, I have to start writing my own show descriptions again now. Well. Well, I, I got. It, well, I I only noticed a couple of weeks ago when I looked on iTunes to see how many episodes were actually on iTunes. I only noticed that they were still being written. I just thought they were just getting a generic episode title. It's like, oh yes, yes, yeah, episode two hundred and whatever, um, recorded, uh, uploaded on whatever. You know, I, the fact that people were attempting to continue my unique brand of humour. Um, yeah. I will throw this laptop at your head. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I apparently have to do it myself now. Um, oh, apparently, I also have to state whether or not this show, the, the um, individual episodes have explicit tags in. 
or, or they deserve explicit tags. And I actually said that it would probably be easier if I told them the shows that didn't need an explicit tag rather than going, yes, you need a tag for this week. Yes, you need a tag for this week. Why don't you just say they do by default? I would say so, but the thing is, is it's just, you know... I suppose it depends on what you want as um, explicit. What? Like, yeah, well, no, that's if you heard. Like, I could have gone, I could go through an entire two hours not swearing at all, but because you're watching Fifty Shades of Grey in the background, would that count as explicit tag? Just in case during a talk bed you can hear someone having sex or pretending to have sex. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Fifty Shades of Grey actually qualifies I mean, as porn. More like, like slapping down, whipping down. That's just for me, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. If you have any requests for songs that I don't need to download, feel free to send them over. Electric Boogaloo sent one. Um, quite a few people saying they didn't know the show had been moved from Saturday to Sunday. So, might, might need to turn that down a little bit, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's alright, it's just the music was really loud. Um, just, just, just that part, you can't hear anything else anyway, I'm talking over the top of the TV. Just to state... I tweeted on Friday to say that the show... You're doing it again. Um, I stated... <laughs> Sorry, that's me prompting. Um, I stated on Friday, I put a tweet out on the Saturday Night Sega account, SNS underscore RS, saying that the show was being postponed from Friday, from Saturday to Sunday because I didn't have time to record a show for Saturday evening. It got retweeted by the Radio Sega account. I then tweeted this morning to say that the show was happening this evening and what's some of the stuff we'd be talking about on it, which I don't think got retweeted anyway. So if you don't follow the Saturday Night Sega account, and I swear I've been mentioning this since February, it's twitter.com forward slash SNS underscore RS. Um, if you don't follow that, follow the Radio Sega Twitter account at Radio Sega. You tend to know through one of them when the show's happening. So, if, you know, you, you didn't know, then you should just... I don't know. Anyway, not going to get into it. I did say that there was nothing controversial happening on the Sega side of things this week, because, you know, Richard Jakes has kept his gob shot for a change. Um, Bentley Jones actually has also kept his gob shot for a change. He had a nice little whinge, and he's had his whinge, and he's moved on to something else now, um, about, like, how much spray time he's needed to put on for a video. Because... There you go, Nicholas Haman said, I also retweeted your tweet. So there you go, if you don't follow Nicholas Haman, then again. <sighs> Mina doesn't follow anyone on Twitter. Well, she does, but she doesn't use Twitter. I retweeted something, I retweeted a picture of me the other day. You did retweet a picture of you the other day. I swear, the music on Arrival, it does sound like the Dolby sound. It's like the Dolby surround sound. You know, that, that thing, the... Is that Dolby or was it about TDX? No, 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 it was Dolby. THX did something very similar, but it was also Dolby. It was also Dolby. Um, so, things we can talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about the Sonic movie trailer that came out, because I think every man and his dog's spoken about it since the trailer came out on... Was it Tuesday? It must be Tuesday. Um... So, you know, we'll be probably one of the last people to talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about Xbox, Microsoft's XO19 conference, because Sega made a big announcement there, which I thought was rather lovely. Um, and there you go, Electric Boogaloo has um, 
tweeted the the Dolby Digital logo has been used since 1995. To oh right, I see. Is that the different logos? I was going to say they've changed it since 1995. I remember it used to be a helicopter that used to fly around a, um, a like a cityscape, and it just get constantly louder, louder and louder and louder. But yeah, THX the THX logo is like window shattering. It's 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 like the movie equivalent of an air horn. You know, you 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 sat down in the cinema and you're just about ready to watch your main feature. You've fallen asleep for all the adverts, and then the THX logo is there to wake you up. <laughs> well, actually, I say in the cinema, THX was more a home theatre thing, wasn't it? So it would it was more when you're in bed, you're in bed watching a film waiting for Star Wars to start, and then it... <gasps> I'm awake, I'm ready. That's what I need. You need the THX logo. Yeah. Well, we need to book tickets for that first. That'd be that'd be a start. Yes, I get paid on Friday. Okay. You think you get paid on Friday? Yeah. It's the twenty third. You get paid, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it'd be Friday. It'd be Friday. Yeah. Yes. THX is a certification system. There you go. Electric Boogaloo knows it. So yeah, we've only really got two yeah, Sega things to talk about. All of these intelligent people at ten to eleven at night. On a Sunday. Yeah, as a certification system, despite being branded as a sound system in the past. Do you know? I always used to think that THX had something to do with Star Wars because the only the only films I ever saw it in front of were Star Wars movies. <sighs> so with with um, the Sonic movie and also the news that Sega had put together a bundle um, packaging Team Sonic Racing. With the Sonic Toyka, um, uh, the the Sonic Totaku uh, figure that you can get. Totaku. It's like a little amiibo, but it's like it's an amiibo size, but it doesn't do anything. Um, to, I'm sure it's, to, I'm sure it's called Totaku. T O T A K U. Uh, anyway, the, the the Church of Sonicology's piped up again. But uh, but yeah, it's. Um, we are, we are now talking about THX in Discord. This is really interesting. It was initially developed at Lucasfilm, which is probably explains why I only ever saw it in front of Star Wars movies. Nicholas Haman said, I remember them mostly from Indiana Jones, which he'd originally written as Indina. Indina Jones. Or Indina. Uh, Maybe it's Indina Jones. There are lots and lots of seats available. Lots and lots of seats. Are they cuddly seats available? Cuddle yeah. seats. Because let's face it, if we're pulling an all-nighter in a cinema, I want to be in a cuddle seat. Can we order two cuddle seats? I'll pay double seats and then we can just lay across them. <laughs> well, there's only 13 pounds a ticket. Yeah, but it'd be 26 quid. Yeah. Each. Each. <laughs> I love these two seats. I love these two seats. Yeah, like, Who are you going to be sat with? No one. This is for me. I'm going to put my feet up. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Mann says, don't embarrass me. I'm not trying to embarrass. I just thought, you know, in, in Dinah Jones, it sounds like the female version. Although I suppose Indiana could also work. Indy. Indy. Indiana. Indy's a girl, yeah. There's a girl called India, isn't there? Because she was in Chuck. Kate Hopkins named her daughter. Yeah, and then said that, that you, shouldn't name, you shouldn't name people after places. You shouldn't name people after places. Electric um, Boogaloo, what's he linking to? The, uh, the Verge. Razor buys THX from Lucasfilm. Oh. And then he's taken then he'll taken the link out. Oh there we go. Oh yeah, it was an audio company George Lucas founded in nineteen eighty three. Hmm. 
Why would Razor want to own THX? That's a bit of a strange one. Um... Should I put some music on and then we discuss the Sonic movie before we get into a really deep conversation about Star Wars and THX and, I don't know, McClunky, which will make sense to nobody outside of America because, well actually, no, um, the one thing that I have seen, George Lucas apparently made some final changes to Star Wars before he sold it off to Disney and Disney never released the versions of the films that he, um that he made before he sold it and now Disney Plus has come out um, some of the changes have actually started to become apparent because Disney have up all of the films um, into 4k so apparently like his last edits were 4k masters which is why they've never been put anywhere and in um, Star Wars A New Hope in the uh, Han and Greedo scene, which everyone hates because George Lucas kept tinkering with it, he's now put a little bit of um, footage in where Greedo shouts McClunky before he tries to shoot Han. And no one knows why, because it doesn't need to be there. And everyone's a bit baffled, you know. Although, unfortunately, they still haven't taken out, you know, some of the weird bits like um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, Obi-Wan Kenobi's noise that he made in A New Hope was kind of scary anyway. The one that they edited it to is, is actually downright terrifying. It's like a... And it's just like, you, you wouldn't want to see an old man in a robe waving his arms around going, <laughs> No, go away! <laughs> um, and also, of course, you know, Darth Vader screaming no at the Emperor before he throws him down a mineshaft for him to not die, seeing as he's in Rise of Skywalker. Um... Yes, let's move away from Star Wars. Let's talk about Sonic Movie. But before we talk about Sonic Movie, let's play some music. Should we play some music from the Sonic Movie? You know, from the... Uh, I don't even know what it's called on, on, on Radio DJ. Where is it? Is it going to be under Sonic the Movie? Or oh, Sonic the Hedgehog Movie. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog Movie, there it is. The music on here is, is actually not that long. I'm going to play Sonic vs. Metal. Because I don't, I don't think I've ever played that. On a Sunday. Um, if the Sonic movie that Paramount's making doesn't have Old Man Owl in it, I will riot. I'm only joking. Because um, obviously it clearly won't have Old Man Owl in it. Um, I'm actually surprised it's got a Sonic that looks like Sonic nowadays. <laughs> but... Mina's looking distinctly unimpressed. What would you like to hear? Me love? What? I'm smiling like the triangle analogy. Hmm. Razor actually bought THX from Creative Labs, who bought them from Lucasfilm in 2002. Well, it is a lesson going on in, um, in, in Discord today. What else could we find out today? Uh, well, what else we'll find out is that Gavi doesn't actually know what he wants to play. Should we put... I'm going to put everyone's favourite Disney song on in the middle track. It's so, it's so amazing. It's awesome. You'll love it. 
Uh, and then I'll figure out something else afterwards. So we're going to play some music, and when we come back, we will talk... Sonic Movie! Oh yeah, this is Sonic 3 prototype as well. Um... Yeah, I, I don't really know a lot about the Sonic 3 prototype, apart from the fact it exists. So, I don't think we'll probably discuss that. So, we'll talk about Sonic Movie, because Mina will have opinions about the Sonic Movie, because she's actually seen the trailer. And then I showed her the trailer for Doctor Doolittle. Or Doolittle, as it's called. Which, I don't know why they renamed it, because it was originally called The Voyage of Doctor Doolittle, and now it's just called Doolittle. Maybe they'll just change it again before it comes out. Maybe they'll just call it Do. If you've seen the trailer for Doctor Doolittle, um, while the music's on, here's a question. What accent is Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> using in the film? And if you haven't watched it, go watch the trailer for Doctor Doolittle during this music break. And tell me what accent. And tell me what accent Robert Downey Jr. is using. Because <laughs> I'm bemused. I really haven't got a clue. Back in a bit.
drop right now, the crew is through. Death wish.
I like that. I like it a lot. They came from underground from Anarchy Reigns or Max Anarchy, depending on where in the world you are. Uh, before that, Let It Go from Ollie King. You know, made a little bit of a fun joke there saying, you know, most popular Disney song. Although with Frozen 2 coming out next week, apparently Into the Unknown, which is Elsa's new song from that film and uh, Panic at the Disco have also covered it. Uh, apparently that's meant to be an equally good ear, well, I say an equally good earworm. Let It Go is not a good song. It's an annoying and earworm, but apparently Into the Unknown is supposed to be very, really good. Um, I'll let you know next Saturday once I've watched it, because we're taking Alexis to watch Disney on Ice, and then we're going to go watch Frozen 2. So you'll find out next week. Mina's looking really, really concerned at the TV for something. What is the matter? You, you genuinely look very concerned. Are you trying, are you trying to hold the emotions back so you don't start crying again? Yes. Nothing sad's happened yet. You're good. It's going to but it hasn't yet. Or maybe it has, because, you know, time is a construct. Um, before that, we had Sonic vs. Metal from Sonic Hedgehog, the movie. It's pretty, pretty crap, to be honest. I should have just put Lookalike on. <laughs> Hey-ho. <sighs> Sonic movie. So, a second trailer got released um, this past week with the improvements to Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, he actually does look a little bit like Sonic now, although Yuji Naka still doesn't like the design because Sonic's eyes are separate still, and he thinks they should be joined together. Um, he also doesn't like the fact that the original Sonic design seems to have been absolutely rele relegated and deleted to the point where Paramount have made all of the private videos, uh, all of the prior videos private, and um, Sega didn't really share the trailer around much the first time around anyway, but they've been absolutely whoring it out this time. So, kind of goes to show that Sega didn't have much input in the movie until they saw the backlash, and then kind of came in and went, right then lads, <laughs> let's do this properly, yeah? <laughs> I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed it even got this far, to be honest. I mean, um, Paramount knew it wasn't going to go well, and yet they pushed ahead with it. Sega kind of stayed quiet, which is all you needed to know about the thing. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of set a bit of an ugly precedent now, I think, because any other fan base of people... If they see something they don't like, they're now going to turn around and say, oh, if we complain loud enough, you'll change it. And I'm not too sure that's a good thing. <laughs> because, you know, films, or any, any media, actually, should not be held to the ransom of its intended audience. But at the same time, you should probably understand your intended audience a bit more. And in this instance, the Sonic movie, and I, I said it, when the first trailer came out, and I'm fairly sure if you skim back through the Saturday Night Saviors, you'll potentially find it. The Sonic movie is not for me, and it's not for someone like Mina, and it's not for someone like the vast majority of Sonic fans who absolutely lost their shit and peed in their nappies about it. Um, because it's for kids. It's a kid's film, and for children, they're not going to care that Sonic's got demon eyes, and he's about four foot two tall, and, you know, they're not going to care about his voice not sounding right, although I'll be honest with you, Ben Schwartz has done a very good job. Um, I'm a bit bemused that Sega didn't turn around and say, well, Roger Craig Smith's the Sonic actor, so use him, um, and they decided instead to hire their own one. But you know what? He's fine. Perfectly fine, in fact. No, I don't have any sort of issue with his voice. Um, 
I mean, I suppose if you want an outsider opinion, Mina, what do you think? Sonic movie. Um, bearing, bearing in mind, I say outside opinion because you're not the sort of you're not a Sonic fan by massive stretches. I'm looking forward to watching it more now since the new trailer than I was before because it was frightening and it looked like a rat. Sonic the rat! Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was just something, there was something... Like, hedgehogs are robots, aren't they? Mmm, potentially. I'd have to look it up. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll soon find out. Yeah. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Are hedgehogs rodents? On the website If you didn't quite catch that, Google said that a hedgehog is not a rodent. Yeah. So there we go. Glad we cleared that one up. <laughs> so nice. Anyway, Sonic looked like Virgin. He looked like Roadkill, actually, that could talk. <laughs> and... Uh, meow, with human teeth. Yeah. A bit weird. It just, it just, it just, I mean, have they kept the same personality? Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, is well, th there are some instances. So, like the the same shot they used in uh, both trailers. So after he says meow, and then um, uh, James Marsden's uh, cardboard character, because you know James Marsden can't act for shit. Um, his his best acting was when he was Cyclops, and that's because you could hide his eyes, so he didn't have to be emotionally expressive. But also, Cyclops was not an emotionally expressive character. <laughs> yeah, it suited him to a T. It's yeah. like Keanu Reeves in pretty much any film since The Matrix. Um, even when he's trying to express emotion, like in the SpongeBob trailer, he still sounds really, <laughs> really wooden. I, I, I'm really looking forward to Bill and Ted Three, but at the same time, I'm kind of scared because I'm kind of thinking it's going to be like, I'm here to save the world. Anyway, um, yeah, they've, they've changed some of the mannerisms. So where he's still, when when he's like, oh, meow, and he's like, ah! Whereas in the original trailer, he sort of just shakes his hands around. In the yeah, new trailer, the yeah, thing. I know, but yeah. for people who haven't seen it and haven't seen it side by side, um, in the original trailer, he sort of shakes his hands around. In the new one, he sort of has a, um, he's holding a ring and he starts to like get proper, you know, he like almost drops it because he's fiddling with it and stuff like that. Um, so I think what they've done is, whilst they've changed the character model, they've also gone back and made him more expressive because they kind of, like in the, yeah. In the first trailer, he wasn't, like Sonic's quite sarcastic and sassy, isn't he? I think, obviously that. And in the first trailer, he was, he was just, I don't know, dry. Yeah, I think that was probably more the fault of the trailer, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, Paramount have really turned this around into a positive, because knowing that they went back to the drawing board and, and redesigned the character, um, they made Sonic the absolute sole focus of the second trailer. 
I mean, to be fair, it should have been the absolute sole focus of the first trailer, because, you know, the film's called Sonic the Hedgehog, not My Name's Tom, I Met a Blue Hedgehog Called Sonic. Watch us get into hijinks, lol. You know, so he should have really been the, 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 the main focus of the first film, the trailer. I'd be very intrigued if someone's put it up as a mirror. I'd be very intrigued to see if Sega's logo was actually on the first trailer as well, because it's a very prominent part of the second one. And it, that would really just go to show just how much more involved they are with it, because from all from what I was hearing, it sounded like Sega didn't really want much to do with the film after the first trailer. They were just like, yep, okay, that's going to be a trash fire. Let's just forget about that. Um... You know, much like how Nintendo tends to ignore the fact that the Super Mario Brothers movie existed and the Doom Twitter account flat out denied that they had anything to do with the second Doom movie, which I noticed on DVD in Morrison's for a fiver when I was in there the other day. And I'll tell you what, I was almost tempted, almost tempted. I was like, it's a fiver for a film that came out like two weeks ago. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo says Cyclops the Hedgeman. But yes, anyway. Yeah. Um, it, I'm actually looking forward to watching it now. I'm looking forward to it. I still think it's going to be a trash fire. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like, I think, I think Sonic is cute. Yes, Sonic is very cute, but that's not going to hide the, short, the shortcomings this film potentially already Jim has. Uh, Dr. Robotnik looks funny. Jim, Jim carries back on his 90s. Yeah. Form there, and and again, and it might just be the trailer. Dr. But Robotnik reminded me a little bit of um, uh, Sonic Boom. Robotnik. Yeah. He's just funny. Yeah. Funny and useless and incapable of doing anything. I, I I find it really odd that the comparison you've made is with Sonic Boom Eggman. When you don't watch Sonic Boom, <laughs> you've seen a couple of episodes. You need, yeah. you need Sonic Boom. Probably adventure. Yeah, it's probably more. Yeah, probably is more yeah. more adventures of Sonic. Uh, adventures like Egg Robotnik, actually. Yeah. yeah, maybe not Boom. I mean, yeah, he's, he's stupid in Boom as well. But well, everyone's stupid. Everyone, everyone's stupid in Boom, apart from Knuckles, who's an absolute bonehead like ninety nine percent of the time, and then comes out with comes out, <laughs> comes out with, the, with his feminism quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of all the characters that you put a fe feminism quote to, yeah. you'd, you'd sit there and you'd think, Sticks, maybe, Amy, definitely, nah, Knuckles. <laughs> hmm. I like Sonic Boom. I, I, I'm really, really disappointed that Universal didn't bring Sonic Boom Season 2 out on DVD in this country, and I'm kind of hoping that Netflix get the rights to it themselves. Because Netflix have got all of season one. Um, apparently, in Latin America, um, Netflix are going to start showing Sonic X soon. I saw that on Sonic Paradise the other day. Yeah, by the other day, I mean earlier today. It's also Ibs's birthday today. I still don't know what he posted on, what he attempted to post on my picture of me with my hair mullet wig, my 80s mullet wig. Um, I think because he was at the Golden Joysticks Award, Joystick Awards, he was very, very drunk and potentially wrote something and then looked at it and was like that doesn't make sense and then um, <laughs> deleted it and didn't even attempt to rewrite it so that's a mystery for which I'll never know <laughs> um, what is it Electric Boogaloo says have I read an article from medium.com regarding reading every Sonic comic that Ken Penders wrote um, I haven't read that, actually. 
but I don't know if I'd want to. Because, well, it's Ken Penders at the end of the day, and I I don't think I, I want to read anything to do with him, to be fair. Um, speaking of, Electric Boogaloo did make a couple of uh, song requests that I think I can play, so let's see if I can find those. Because I think it's time for some more music. Because um, how long have we been talking? We've been talking... Oh, we've only been talking 12 minutes. That's probably... This is probably one of the shortest, um... Ever. We are desirous of peace. Desirous? That's a word. Especially after you thought... What was it yesterday that you didn't think was a word? You had to look it up. Uh, observative. Observative, that was it. But it's, uh... Not it's not commonly used, no. But it is a word. I was quite surprised by that. Um, I want to play... Should we play a Yakuza track? Because then it will it will drop into the next uh, bit that we're going to have a natter about. Should we do that? I think that sounds sounds like a plan, doesn't it? You're my co-host. Tech trance arrange. Hmm. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, da 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 da. Electric Boogaloo says you might as well just read it anyway. <sighs> Maybe. Um. Alien Crisis. I do, I do adore um, Arrival. Very good film. Right, here's some here's some music then. So we're going to play two tracks from Electric Boogaloo, then I'm going to play a track from Yakuza Zero, because then we're going to talk about Yakuza being on Xbox. Which is a big thing that I kind of wish I knew about, like, two months ago, before I started buying all the Yakuza games on PlayStation 4. But, hey, I've got a complete collection now, so, or I will have. So, on one hand, boo, on the other hand, hooray. Um, back in a bit, I guess.
Hey, so, um, yeah, I was reading something, um, not entirely, it's not relevant to Saturday Night Sega at all, and I completely forgot to put a talkback music on. There you go, it's there now. <sighs> so that was um, Yakuza 0, and Receive You, the Tech Trance Arrange version. Um, before that, System Down from CDI, and before that, Gate of Trials from Le Mans 24, okay version. Um, still not read the, the Penders article, so I'll, I'll catch it at some point, no doubt. It's just not one of those things that I'd, I'd want to read this late on a Sunday evening, I'll be honest. But apparently, Electric Boogaloo says, let's just say most of what that article highlights is very oof. Hmm. Well, it is Penders. Um... So yes, so Yakuza Zero, as I say, um, if you tuned into Inside Xbox on Thursday, Thursday, um, at the, uh, the the opening, well, I suppose it was like the opening ceremony type thing of Microsoft's XO19 event in uh, London. I really, really wanted to go, but the, the, the dates just didn't seem to marry up with days off and stuff, and also the course that I'm on you know, kind of takes a lot of my free time up. Um, so if you happen to watch that, you'd have seen a lot of game announcements, including some announcements on regard with regards to Xbox Game Pass. Now, if you've been living under a little bit of a rock and you don't know what Xbox Game Pass is, it's basically Netflix, but for video games. And it's amazing. Um, I signed up for it, what, it must be about a year ago now, isn't it? Since I signed up for Game Pass, about that. Um, and I, I don't think I'd ever stop subscribing to it now because the range of games that are on it is just superb. There's always something on there that you'd want to play. And some of the games that I've played this year that have absolutely just been astounding. I never would have played if it wasn't for Game Pass. Um, I would actually implore people, if you love storytelling in video games, I'd implore you to play um, What Remains of Edith Finch, because there aren't many video games that have ever made me cry, and I tell you what, that game did it more than once, and it's just a, a stunning, stunning piece of work. Um, so you, you have to play it. Um, but anyway, Sega had a couple of announcements, one that was made during Inside Xbox, and then one that sort of happened a little bit later. Um, the one that happened during Inside Xbox is the one, you know, where the, where the obviously where the, the Yakuza song came from. So, basically, Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2 are... All, all three of them, coming to Xbox Game Pass in 2020. Thus meaning that Yakuza has now gone fully multi-format. Um, because when I, when I say a game's multi-format, I don't tend to include PC in that. Because PC isn't exactly a format, is it? It's just... Whilst that's a, you know, where games come out, there's so many different things. If we were going to be talking about the PC as a format, then you'd have to probably consider Steam and Uplay and 
um, the Epic Game Store is all different formats. You know, GOG, a different format. Um, so yeah, so the Yakuza, the first three Yakuza games are all coming out on Xbox. And I don't know what that means for the rest of them. So I don't know whether 3, 4, 5 and 6 are coming out. Um, I don't know whether 7 is also um, you know, planned for release. I've no idea. I'd be very, very interested to see what uh, what the future holds for the franchise but you know it's 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 really good in, it's really good news especially if you don't own a PlayStation because from what little I've played well I say from what little I've played of um, Yakuza 0 I've been I've, I've put a good sort of 7 or 8 hours into it and um, it's really good I quite enjoy it so you know if you if you never if you own an Xbox and you've been intrigued by Yakuza then you know 2020 give um give Yakuza 0 a go and then if you do like it then you know Kiwami 1 and 2 will be there for you as well a further Game Pass announcement was one that I spotted on Twitter apparently when it comes out at launch uh, Streets of Rage 4 will also be put on Game Pass day 1 which is like really exciting um, for me because I mean I was going to buy it anyway but now it means I, I kind of don't have to so you know if you if you haven't noticed that one uh, it's not just the Yakuza trilogy I suppose if you want to call it that uh, that's being added on um, Streets of Rage 4 also is appearing on Game Pass at launch so um, I'm going to see if I can find the list of games and see if there are any other Sega ones um think there are. I think it is just those ones. But let's have a gander. Every Bugaloo says, once, once the Xbox user needs a break from Yakuza, they can buy a copy of Daytona USA for the cheap. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Let's see. Is there anything else? don't think there is. No, I did notice Tekken though. Tekken 7 is also being put out, as is Skatebird, and I'm really, really excited for Skatebird. Um, so yeah, four, four Sega games that uh, got announced during XO19, um, which is cool. I don't know if there'll be any more in the meantime, um, or you know over the next 12 months I mean there's bound to be but I don't actually remember oh pardon me I don't actually remember any more Sega you know any Sega games being on the server oh no tell a lie Shenmue 1 and 2 are on there so speaking of Shenmue Shenmue freeze out soon it's on Tuesday and what would I have been doing on Tuesday uh, instead of doing my DO work I'd have been playing Shenmue all day what am I doing instead working <laughs> I could do it in the evening, I suppose. Play play some Shenmue Free in the evening. I know I know enough of the storyline from um, one and two, from having played it on the Dreamcast to be able to play the third one. 
I think it'll be more I just stand, sit there staring at it going this game actually now finally exists while you're watching Snow Patrol I'll be sat there like <gasps> I love your boogaloo says my copy still hasn't shipped yet but it's ready mine got shipped um, I'm kind of hoping Royal Mail are really, really kind and deliver it early, <laughs> but I don't see it happening. Well, by early, I mean tomorrow. But then, you know, I picked Pokemon up uh, yesterday and I've just not had a chance to play it yet. So, part of me is thinking when this show finishes, um, whilst I'm getting things uploaded uh, onto FTPs ready to be put on iTunes, once I've done some washing up, I should... Uh, if, if Arrival is still on the TV and it's not finished yet, I should get the Switch and plug the Joy-Con into it and have a little bit of a mini Pokemon session. So, um, I bought the... Uh, it was quite funny. little funny story. Um, I bought uh, Sword and Shield, so the Pokemon games. I bought them in a double pack and I decided to let Alexis choose which Pokemon game would be mine and which one would be Mina's knowing full well that the one that's chosen for Mina will probably never get played, seeing as we own both Pokemon Sun and Moon, and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And I think Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are still sealed. I don't I don't think that we've op I've opened those. But um, I've played Pokemon Sun a fair bit. Mina? How oh no, Pokemon Moon was mine, sorry. I've been playing Pokemon Moon a fair bit. How, how have you been doing with Pokemon Sun? Yeah. Is it even open? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I uh, I don't know. But Alexis was like, this one, mummies, this one, daddies. And she gave me shit, she gave me sword, which, were, which is good, because I was kind of hoping for sword. Mm. Um, Electric Bogolo says I still only have Pokemon Yellow for the Game Boy I liked Yellow uh, the, the first game I had was Blue and then I bought Yellow and, and, and I remember Mum and Dad being a bit bemused like why did you buy the same game again and I was like but it's not the same game because with Pokemon Yellow you start off with Pikachu and you can turn around and talk to him and he, he smiles um, and it, it sort of Pokemon Yellow was basically a remake of Red and Blue but for the anime, so like your main character looked like Ash and your rival actually looked like Gary from the anime. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, you instead of being able to choose from a Charmander, a Squirtle or a Bulbasaur, you got given a Pikachu instead. And you could like, when you walked around, you could turn around and talk to it and you go, Pikachu! Hmm. <laughs> And Boogaloo saying, I had blue, but I lost it. Sad face. Mm. I, I, yeah, I, I sort of got back into Pokemon with uh, Pokemon X and Y. Um, uh, well, I say Pokemon X and Y. I had... Y was the game I owned for that one. I think. Um, and I've, I've pretty much bought every mainline game since. It's just... The thing is with RPGs, I don't tend to have a lot of time for them, so I, I, I don't know why I keep buying them. Um, but yeah, I, I bought, I, I got bought uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu last year, and I, I don't even know if I've put two hours into it. To be honest, <laughs> I really need to get, at least I need to get back into these. It's, it's a, it's a 2020 goal is getting back into games like that. Ooh. Um, 
What time did we start? Okay, we've only been we've been on air for just over an hour. Um, and I've run out of conversational to- topics already. Hooray! Viper's writing something. This could be fun. <laughs> Let's go is so dead simple. If you sunk a day off into it, I bet you could complete it. Probably could actually. Um, but my days off tend to be completely dedicated to my dispensing optician course because, you know, it asks really, really interesting questions that I'm definitely going to need when I've qualified. Um, because, you know, you know, uh, customers are going to walk through the door and ask what the difference between two types of facimeters are, if indeed they even know what a facimeter is or what it does. Um, <laughs> it's just bemusing, some of the stuff this course does. It's really, really bemusing. <laughs> Viper says that sounds familiar. Mm. Oh. Oh. I kind of feel like right. What I'm going to do is I, I need Discord to, to suggest a conversational topic because, as I say, I'm 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 a bit dead now um, because the only things that I really had earmarked were the. Um, the Sonic movie, which we've discussed, and the Yakuza on Game Pass thing, which, you know, didn't really go very far. So, we'll see what you guys want to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm pretty easy. Uh, that, I'll play that in a while. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo says... Um, let's talk about the Sonic Protos. We could only... I don't know too much about them, because as I say, I've just been so busy with work, and, you know, what little time I get, um, uh, I've I've sort of sunk into just relaxing and trying to catch up on on games and stuff, so I've I've not really followed it. But, I mean, I, I, I know what's happened. So there's a website called Hidden Palace that have managed to release or acquire, like, the Sonic 2 demo version um, and, like, a prototype version of Sonic 1 and a prototype of Sonic 3, which proves that the music made by Michael Jackson's sound team actually wasn't the original music for Sonic 3. And actually, the uh, what we used to say was the god-awful versions from Sonic 3 on the PC collection was actually the original soundtrack. For, for the for the game, which is, I think is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Because I've not watched the the actual streams, and I, I don't know an awful lot about them, other than, uh, you know, the odd bit that I've seen, say, tracker post. And things like that. Um, I mean, we can discuss them, but it'd be more you guys telling me about it than anything else, you know, than the other way around. Because, as I say, I, I genuinely don't know an awful lot about it. Uh, Sonic CD, Sonic Chaos, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, plus the Sega Multimedia Studio CD demo. Hmm.
Green Viper says, has just made a song request, and you know what? I think. Is that the song I've just put in? No, it's not, but I am putting a song in from that game, which is from that, that CD, which is really weird. Uh, talk about is Shenmue 3 actually going to come out on Tuesday, or is it an elaborate ruse? If it's an elaborate ruse, I'd be very intrigued to see what uh, what's actually at the Royal Mail sorting office. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those, like, you know, when you buy, like, a, a um, something from eBay, like, oh, I've bought an Xbox One off eBay for, like, 20 quid, and you think you've got a really, really good deal, but they just send you a photo. <laughs> and it turns out you've, you've, you've been had. Um, Bugaloo says they did post gameplay on YouTube. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I've not had time to watch it. That's that's sort of the problem. It's you know I'm not saying that I can't go back and watch it. It's just I haven't. Um, Bugaloo says copies at Broken Street date, so it is happening. It, it's, didn't Scotland get it early, and he's already finished it? I can't remember now. Um, so it can't be that long. Either that, or he just had no time, and he you know like gave himself no free time whatsoever to do anything else, and just played the whole thing to. To, um, from start to finish. I'm going to play Heartbreaking Encounter from Burning Rangers. Because I like that song. And also, I think Heartbreaking Encounter should line up pretty well with the revelation that's going to happen in Arrival soon. Are we getting towards the end? Not getting towards the end of the film yet, are we? But are we getting to the point where... We're getting to the point where it starts to become a bit sad. We're getting there. So... Mm. Um, there is something that I do need to talk about. So I think what we'll do is, whilst you guys start talking about the Sonic Protos and stuff, and try and clue me in a bit... Um, what I'll do instead is there are a couple of bits that we need to have a natter about about what's happening on Radio Sega over the next few weeks so we'll play some music and then when we come back because knowing me um, I'm going to forget and I'll get in trouble so we'll uh, we'll play some music and then when we come back we'll have a chat about what's happening on Radio Sega over the next well till the end of the year I guess so I was going to, you know, I was about to press play on the music without actually pressing mute on me first. <laughs> that wouldn't have gone well. Um, I hope that you know how to dance at five to midnight on a Sunday evening, because if you don't, then this next song is going to sound really, really out of place with people just sat there with headphones on, rather stoic-like.
I really, really do like Heartbreaking Encounter from Burning Rangers. It's my favourite. Um, just had a thought. Now that we know that the Sonic 3 PC soundtrack is very similar to the uh, prototype soundtrack version, um, maybe we do a Battle Royale in 2020. Sonic 3 PC versus Sonic 3 Mega Drive. Um, so, let's talk about Radio Sega stuff. If you are interested, uh, there is a show on tomorrow that former Mr. Radio Sega KC is hosting. Um, it's, well, I say tomorrow, it's, uh, it's seven minutes past midnight right now in the UK. So, suppose it's today. Um, it's a little bit later on today, 8pm UK time. He's going to be covering round one of Radio Sega's Fan Choice Song of the Year. Because, you know, there's, um, it's that time of year again. You know, it's November. <laughs> I, I actually completely forgot that it's around this time of year that we do Fan Choice Song of the Year. And it used to be my favourite time of the year, actually, trying to do that. So, um... Viper saying just before we go back to the KC thing Viper saying not sure why you haven't done a monkey ball banana blitz one to be honest that and bring back request roulette well uh, I'd bring request roulette back but I'd need to know what the request charts look like so I'd need access to that um, but also I don't have the soundtrack for banana blitz HD but again we could do that next year as well so that'd be an in you know that I think that'd be one of the first non-sonic ones we've done actually for a battle royale Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz versus Banana Blitz HD. I know Radio Sega does have the HD soundtrack before anyone says anything. I just haven't downloaded it yet. Um, so yes, so Casey's doing a show tomorrow uh, or this evening. However you want to do it. I don't know. My mind's just melting because it's after midnight. Um, 8pm UK time. It's going to be covering uh, the Radio Sega Fan Choice Song of the Year 2019. Um, so hopefully there's some good songs on there. Um, and if there aren't, then, you know, you have only got yourselves to blame because you're the guys that have been requesting and stuff and uh, choosing what's been popular over the last 12 months. Um, I was also, I was also told cryptically teased there may be announcements. So, ooh, there may be announcements <laughs> about stuff and things. I know what the stuff and things are. I can't tell you. That's the cryptic. That's the cryptic part of it. You'll have to tune in to find out. Um, in in the land of actually, have I pressed loop on my talk bed? I have not. Ah, found that with twenty seconds to go. Um, <laughs> also coming up, um, Saturday Night Sega hits episode three hundred soon. Um, I don't know what I'm doing for it yet. I uh, I did did ask in our little staff server that we've got on Discord, I don't know what I'm doing and they turned around and went, well it's episode 300 and I was like, well yes, I know, but I don't know what I'm doing for it, so I uh, I haven't made a decision um, the film's come to its sad part now, hasn't it? So Mina's going to start blubbering soon you just hear in the background going <laughs> Stunning, stunning film. Um, 
One thing I have decided on, and I'm going to announce it now rather than hold on to it for four months before saying something. Because if I say it now, I'll uh, won't forget. Radio Sega Live is ten years old next year, which means that Saturday Night Sega is also ten years old next year. And I thought I'm going to need to do a ten-year show, ten-year anniversary show. And it turns out that if I was to do it on a Saturday. I'd do the 10-year anniversary show the day after Saturday Night Sega's actual 10th birthday. Which is mental. Absolutely ridiculous. So, what I decided to do instead is bring Saturday Night Sega forwards 24 hours into a Friday. And essentially what we're going to be doing is Saturday Night Sega will be broadcasting on the 13th of March 2020. And I don't know what episode number it will be. I'm sure if I look into it, I'll find out. Um, in fact, let me, let, me have a, let me have a quick gander. Let me get a calculator up. Two seconds. A calculator. A calendar, even. I'm, I'm trying my damnedest to not look at the TV because if I do, I am going to start. I can feel it. I can feel it in my, the back and base of my nose. I, I don't want to. I don't want to start crying on air. It's not. It wouldn't be the first time I've done it. I don't want to do it. Um, right. So let's see what episode. So we we're on two nine six at the minute. So that's going to be two nine seven, two nine eight, two nine nine, three hundred, one two, three four five six seven eight. Oh, hang on, I've lost count already. Jeez. Right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Right, so episode 313. Oh, wow. So, Saturday Night Sega's 10th anniversary episode is going to be on the 13th of March and will be episode number 313. So if you go by American dating conventions, episode 313 would air on 313. <laughs> That's amazing! <laughs> And I've been sat here for so long going, I can't skip an episode because I need three, episode 300 to air when it does. I now need to keep that going until March because I need episode 313 to air when it does as well. <laughs> also, if you haven't quite figured it out yet... Um, <laughs> the 13th of March is a Friday. <laughs> So, when when we discovered this one, um, Viper said that I had to actually air the 10th anniversary episode as actual drunk Gav. Um, because of all the microphone issues that we had in the first episode, then he thought that we should go one better, and rather than pretending to sound drunk, I should be actual drunk. So, calling it now, um, Saturday Night Sega's 10th anniversary episode... Oh, the film's finished, thank God for that. 
<laughs> I managed to avoid not crying. Um, just about. <laughs> Mina sat there. She knows if she starts talking, it will get her. Because she did it earlier. We had to pause the film three minutes in. And she sat there in silence. And then as soon as she started talking, that was it. I don't, I don't blame her. I mean, I'm I'm taking the piss, but actually, I don't blame her because, as I say, you know, if you've never watched Arrival, then you you don't know. If you have watched Arrival, then hopefully you do know. And if you've watched Arrival and you don't know what I'm talking about, <coughs> you're heartless and you need to just go find something, go find some enjoyment in your life. Um. So yes, so official confirmation. Um, Saturday Night Sega's tenth anniversary episode is airing on Friday the 13th of March 2020 and it will be 10 years to the date that uh, Saturday Night Sega aired um, on Radio Sega for the first time ever and also if you take the fact that it's a Friday then it'd be 10 years to the day that Sega Ages aired although it aired like 24 hours earlier so that so 10, 10, Sega Ages' 10th anniversary is on the 12th of, uh, 12th of March Saturday Night Sega's on the um, on the 13th, but uh, but yeah, as I say, you know, it's just mental. Electric Boogaloo says, I still think my favourite Dennis Villeneuve, uh, Villeneuve film is Blade Runner 2049. That's a good film, but uh, on the nature of daylight, oh, that's not what that music is called. The, the, the strings that start, and, yeah, on the nature of daylight. Beautiful. Um, yeah, Blade Runner 2049 is a good film, but Arrival is better. It's just just better. It's it's more emotive, a film. It makes you feel things. Whereas Blade Runner 2049 is just an impossibly good sequel. You know, because a, a sequel to Blade Runner shouldn't exist. And if it does, if it did, it's, it should be awful, really, by all accounts. Because Blade Runner is just that damn good. But the fact that 2049 is... is is as good a film as it is. I mean, I'd, I'd argue it'd probably be a better film if um, Harrison Ford wasn't in it. But hey ho. Um. Yeah. So you know the plans are. We need to think about what I'm doing for episode 300 because that's a bit more, a bit more um, forthcoming. Hitting a triple century of episodes. I mean, I know I'm not the first show to do it. I'm aware that Mixer Drive has done it already. Um, but that's a big deal for me. You know, considering that I took I took time off. I, I said I was going to get to 100 and see where I wanted to go from there. Then I said I was stopping at 200. And now to come back and have done 300. It's just, you know... Triple century of episodes. So I've been doing this for nine years, and people still don't know I'm doing it. <laughs> Mina told one of her one of her work colleagues the other day that I do a radio show, and he's like, "Wait, hang on, what?" And I was like, "Really? There are there are still people that we know that don't know that I do a radio show. There's still family members of mine that don't know I do a radio show." There's some of them that don't even know I've been doing some DJing. What are you pointing at me for? What cake? You're going to give me the cake? You are too kind. I'm not going to give you the cake. You may have it, but you can catch it. Throw it at me. Good. 
throw a chocolate cake towards the uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the stone like... the stone coloured um, yeah. sofas and the uh, and the the off white carpets. Hmm. Apparently, uh, Dennis Villeneuve is um, doing a Dune movie. What are you got for? You think this is at the end? Oh, what are you doing? Do you have to see the end of the credits? Maybe. <laughs> Start it again. I'm not going to be on air for another two hours. Um, this this past week was eight years since Segafon finished. The original one was was eight years ago this week. For uh, for children in need. So that was a that was a milestone that I was kind of surprised to see. Because um, I actually thought it was a little bit later into Saturday Night Sega's lifespan that uh, that we did that first one. Um, so yeah, that's. Someone tweeted that apparently hedgehogs in California are now the number one leading cause of cancer, and that's a bit weird. Mm. <sighs> so we've got about 15 minutes left of the show. Um, now Mina's stopped watching the film, I suppose she's going to pay a slight bit more interest before she falls asleep, because, you know, it's it's 20 past midnight. She's normally falling asleep about four hours ago by now. Um, any particular music requests you have before you do fall asleep? There was another one that Boogaloo made that said... Um, Do 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 do. Uh, filling five minutes of time. Well, do you know what? Actually, that's a song that we don't tend to play a lot of. So let's let's get that on. I guess. Any request? Anything in particular? Do you want to hear Special Stage? Do you want to hear Sunset Beloved? Chinatown. Taco Taco Wheat. Yeah. What Taco Wheat? Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a different one I think. Because for some reason, and I don't know why, I need to try and find it. Um I don't have the Sonic and Blaze mix. We'll play the Blaze mix, because I think I've played the Sonic one before. Um so we'll play two songs. I'm gonna play Electric Bogaloo's request from Afterburner Climax. We'll play some Taco Taco Wheat, like a smack in the face. That gives me enough time to get up and get some cake. And then we'll be able to say our goodbyes and, and potentially talk about what's happening um, next week. Because next week is the 23rd. So next week's a live show, isn't it? I'm not doing anything the evening of the 23rd. I am the evening of the 30th. Now. Are you? Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a music break. Because then it can, it can be ooh, suspense. So... For the, before we put the music on, for those of you who missed the start of the talk bed, KC has got a show tomorrow, 8pm UK time. I say tomorrow, it's also today, uh, if you're British. It's tomorrow if you're not British. 8pm um, UK time, um, he's going to be revealing the round one of Radio Sega Fan Choice Song of the Year. So, 
that's exciting. Um, as well as some other things which are also equally exciting. Uh, so don't miss it, basically. Because if you do miss it, then you're gonna have to catch it on Twitter. And as we've as we've deduced um, <laughs> already at the start of this show, not all announcements that are made on Twitter get caught on Twitter. So the only way that you're gonna know what's happening is to tune in to RadioSega.net.
I'm sorry. Yeah, well, Mina complaining that Ethno Circus was only two minutes long is because I did have the Sonic and um, Blaze mix, and I don't actually know where it is. Um, I thought I had it. I don't know where it's gone. Do you think there's a current, there's a current, there's a current generation of radio singer people that don't know Taco Taco Week? No, that same Taco Taco Week. But don't know where it's come from. Yeah. <laughs> um, good question, actually. I have no idea. Oh, put it, put it in, um... I, I typed, I, I did type in Discord, Taco Taco Wheat, like a smack in my face. And if you don't, and I, and I did put in there, if you don't know what it is, you haven't been around 10 years like we have. Mm. Um, I'm now just having a look to see if the soundtrack I've got. No, it looks like the Sonic and Blaze mix was... The, um... Was something that Radio Sega did, but for whatever reason, and I don't know why, because I, I did have everything updated, so for whatever reason, it no longer exists on the Radio Sega playlist, even though it was Radio Sega that made it. Um, it is a bit weird. <clears throat> but that was Ethno Circus the Blazy Mix. Um, before that was uh, Vertical Hot Air from uh, the Afterburner Climax. This is the point now where I, I look. Yeah, no, there is only, only, only 45 songs. Why? That is very weird. I'm gonna have to have a look. I'll have to have a look on the um, on the FTP and see if the uh, Sonic Blaze mix. There we go. Nicholas Saman says, by the way, a lot more of that rap was used in the Yakuza song "Pray Me." The sample comes from the sample library "Rhapsody" by Masterbits. Um, I, what the Taco Taco Wheat? Like a smack in my face? That's in a different song. Well, we're gonna have. What other songs? Well, I, I played Vertical Hot Air, but it didn't have any rap in it. Oh. Sample comes from the Sample Library Rhapsody by Masterbit. Do you know what? Let's play that. We'll, we'll, I'm gonna play that song to end because I, I was gonna sit here and go, I don't actually know what um, what song to finish on, but I'm I'm gonna play that. We'll play it from the original PS2 version. Um, apparently, yeah. Apparently, the Taco Taco Wheat is from the Sample Library Rhapsody. It's a little explicit. Explicit Taco Hoy! <laughs> Last song of the, of the show. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Can you say to Casey, yes, yes, we got to, uh, we got to one hour and, uh, one hour and 58 minutes and then we all started swearing. Um, actually, I'm fairly sure I've said shit before now. So, if I haven't, I just have... <coughs> right, Saturday Night Sega's for the next two weeks, um, or next three weeks, even. So next week is a live show, the week after that I'm at a colleague's leaving party, one of our opticians is leaving to go to Coventry. Um, so we're going out for her leaving do. So Saturday Night Sega will be pre-recorded on that show. Um, the week after that is my Christmas party, 
So that'll be pre-recorded. So that's episode number 299. We'll, uh, 298 and 299 will be pre-recorded affairs. Um, unless Mina wants a crash course in how to broadcast and she can do it live herself. I'd, I'd, do you know what? I'd love to see what music choices you'd make if you did a show by yourself. You'd be like, uh... I'd just look for the, look for the um, phone and I'd be like, I can't be bothered to phone anything from like the A letter. Anything from the A letter. I'd, I'd just keep requesting play Evan Polka from from Hatsune Miku. Evan Polka, Evan Polka, Nyan Cat. Do you have it organised in like? It's in alphabetical order, but it doesn't. Within, but is it within folders? It's in just alphabetical order. So you, oh, okay, so they're not in folders of like, you know, like Sonic. No. Sonic. Sonic One. No. Sonic Generation. No. 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 Well, you do a search. What anarchy is this? You do well. The thing is, is you do a search for for Sonic Generations, and it will give you all the Sonic Generation stuff. But it's do not you have a, fo- a folder of Sonic Generations. No. Well, come have a look. No. Come have a look. No. I'll show you. No, I'll show you. Want to look at your disorder? It's not disorder. It makes sense. Although, although to be fair, because it does it by artist name. Every time I load Radio DJ up, I see the Macarena. Because I put the um, Disney Dance Dance Revolution you know what album. What I like, and I should have requested it. What? Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Five. What? What from Space Channel Five? Chili Disco Go. Chili Disco Go. Can I play Chili Disco Go? Yeah. Do you know what? Rexy overran. I'm gonna fucking overrun. Right, there's gonna be two songs at the end of this. We're gonna play some Cheerleaders A Go Go, and then we're gonna play Pray Me from Yakuza, because apparently it's got Taco Taco Wheat in it. So we might actually have a brand new Taco Taco Wheat song for the first time in nine years. I wonder if it's in If it doesn't sound like Taco Taco Wheat, then that'll be the DS. <laughs> we'll, we'll just blame the Nintendo DS. Because obviously, you know, Sonic Rush, the, com- the sound compression. If it doesn't sound like Taco Taco Wheat, at least we'll know what they finally say. Yeah. And then we'll realise, if it's meant to be explicit, we'll realise if Sonic Rush has actually had swearing in it all this time. And no one's realised. Right, so, my name's been Gavi. This has been Mina. Hi. Hi. Bye. Bye. Um, so next week, as I say, next week live show, the next two weeks after that are going to be pre-recorded. And then after that, it's the big one. For the third time, episode 300 is only three weeks away. Well, four weeks away. Four shows away. Um, if you know the words to this one, feel free to, to have a little bit of a sing-along. Um, <coughs> apparently, Takanobu Mitsuyoshi is um, doing promotional adverts for cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> so fraud, let's go away. I, I wouldn't be actually at all surprised if that's exactly what he did, to be fair. Anyway, before we get into that, because we'll be here for the next half an hour talking about Takanobu Mitsuyoshi and some what some of his catchphrases that he could use to promote um, sweets, uh, here's Jun Sonoi with a remix from Space Channel 5 and a Yakuza song that I don't think I've ever been as interested in hearing as I am now. So, uh, yes, I'm looking forward to it. Good night, and catch you all in, uh, well, it's Monday morning, isn't it? So, what, six days' time? Five days' time. Five. Five, five days' time. Only five days till the next Saturday Night Sega. You lucky, lucky people.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.